It's Friday, November 19th, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we explore the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as the occasional off-brand superpowered story. Uh, when And when I say we, I'm of course referring to my distinguished collection of nerd co-hosts. So I'm going to get them out here so that I'm not alone uh, while I'm chatting with you guys. Uh, I know I'm going to regret this intro, this first one, but what the hell? He's currently trying to live vicariously through Pete Davidson. It's Frank. Oh, thank God he's muted. He's muted and it's so good. Oh, good. We missed We missed it. Good. It was because I was eating Tic Tacs. I didn't want people hearing me crunch, crunch in the mic. But Pete Davidson is the straight man. He found a genie and he wished for babes to just knock down his door. And I, I wish I knew where that genie was. <laughs> I wish that wish worked. See, you I'm so already des- effing up. You so desperately wanted that to be worked into the show, so I, I just put it right in the intro for you. We're gonna. It's, it's not. It, it, it doesn't end here. It it's doesn't. Gonna, it's, it's soapbox content, right? Yeah, it's soapbox content for show. All right, all right. Let's get some more people out here. Uh, I used this intro last week, and I thought I would have been fine with it then, but like, I feel like it's even more applicable now. He still hasn't seen enough No Way Home spoilers. It's Ricky. I um I don't know never how to follow enough. up that. It's yeah, never enough. More right? shit came out like after the trailer too. Oh, I know. It's never um, it's never, I, never also enough. like the Pete Davidson thing. Oh. If the script came out, would you would you read it, Ricky? Yeah, 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 he would. He yeah. would. Of course he, he would. would. Okay. Like, so, gross. I'm I'm a visual person, so it wouldn't do anything. Like, you know how hard it took you how long it took you to get me to read a comic like it won't like ruin it for me you know comics are visual right yes but you're still reading involved oh my god you gotta so imagine you watch, the, so you don't watch you gotta, foreign films is what you're saying no foreign I films mean, ever don't get me started on parasite <laughs> <laughs> all right somehow his hot take is don't watch Parasite. I feel like that's that's uh, time to introduce our special guest because we're done. We've hit a dead dead end with Ricky here. Um, <laughs> special guest. When I say special, I mean someone willing to binge the entire season of Hit Monkey, which released on Wednesday. Is is two days? Two days, and he's already done it. And uh, uh, yeah, it's our OG patron. It's Ian. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks, guys. That you went so far above and beyond. I I specifically, like, I even reached out to Ian and I was like, look, I don't expect anybody to finish this whole thing. Watch as much as you want. No more. This morning I get a message. I finished it. Yeah, no, I was only on episode five when you sent me that, too. I mean, let's let's see what we can get away with. Let's make them watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm, I'm mostly through it. I'm, which season are we talking about? I'm good. Oh, uh, let's if we guys, if we ever ever have to resort to Agents of Shield, we're switching back to Star Wars. <laughs> That's the plan. Would would we do an Inhuman show before we do Agents of Shield? Ooh. Oh my Ooh, god, <laughs> that would be tough. That uh. would be. Bad. I guess that's up to the audience, but I do have I, I do have to follow up. I didn't notice we have a question that came in, and uh, she wants to know, Pete Davidson, why? Why, Frank? I think you explained that, but you could why, explain why more Davidson? if you like. Why? Why? What about him? Why Pete Davidson? Yeah, why I Pete mean, Davidson? 
like, I, you're I feel like she could do way better than Pete Davidson, but you know, you're assuming it's a genie situation though. Like, what if it's a monkey paw situation? You think it's a oh, monkey? That, it could be like, there. Like, what's there he well. losing? It comes at a great cost. It does. He gets a new tattoo every time uh, he dates like a Kate Beckinsale <laughs> or something. It is called if, the Mostly Marvel. What if podcast, they're just like everyone. using him for his youth? And they're using get, him. They're he's getting a. Uh, like Dorian it, Gray, somehow. they're suck, oh, they're succubi. They're all succubi. Oh, <laughs> yes. wow. I like that answer. That's crazy. Because me and him are the same age, and he looks hella older than I do. He does. Uh, he does. I mean, not today. Not today. Like, I look like Pete Davidson. I mean, on any other day, I'd I'd be in favor of of you know Ricky, um, but yeah, yeah, he's got some. Uh, He's got some great taste in women. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, so if I were, if I had a genie, I would definitely wish for the girls that he was with. But like, you can't wish for people to love you. So that's probably oh, why yeah. his relationship is against the rule. True. Will Smith thing yeah. about that in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Robin Williams did too. But not my genie. <laughs> wow. 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 That's the hot take. Of hot take. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Uh, that is the only genie. There goes our Disney sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, back to Ian. You're awesome. Thank you for coming in. Like I, I honestly, uh, we were having trouble uh, trying really hard to think of like who would do this. Who would like? Because I don't know. I didn't know anything about this show going in. Uh, I wasn't a giant fan of Modoc, and I know that was kind of a chore for all of us to watch. But it really, I just, it, it came out at a perfect time in that, like, you know, we didn't have a specific thing to to watch or talk about. So, like, I really wanted to do Hit Monkey because it is a Marvel show. Yeah. Um, and we're just like, I'm just going to ask again just in case I can't find somebody else because I feel like he would do it. And, and I would. Then, and you're like, you're I'll not- do it. I'm like, all right, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to ask anybody else anymore. You're not so. wrong. I, like, the way I look at it is, like, I'd have watched it anyway at some point throughout because it is a Marvel show. And I just look at it as, like, I'm supposed to be supporting these shows, especially these sort of weirder yeah. ones. Because, you know, that's how I ended up getting Guardians of the Galaxy the first time. was like, I su- you got to support their weird weirdness. That's true. Until that's their true. weirdness really becomes... Good. The norm, you know. So yeah. you want to you do something on TV that's a little different? I'm, I'm in. I know nothing about the monkey. I thought it was based on a meme. It's apparently, I don't know if it is or not, but yeah. So I, Ian's, I, Ian's down to clown. I am. I'm always I, down. If it's Marvel I, or, or nerd fair, I'm in. Like, I let's, co-sign let's that. I co-sign that attitude. That's, that's, that's how I try to look at things. It's like, that's why I force myself to watch all of Modoc or all of Hitmonkey because, you know, like, I want to know if I can recommend this to other people or who to recommend it to and, yeah. or, you know, like, or if it's going to lead them down the path to other cooler things that they might be interested in. So, uh, yeah, so I suffer sometimes, but, like, I will say Inhumans is where I drew the line. Ooh, that I watched, was, I, I, watched one, I got one. I got one in and I was like, nope. No you didn't more. go to the IMAX special release? Hell no. no. no I'm not going to pay to watch a TV show. <laughs> I'm, crazy. A, I'm of the opinion that, like, yeah. It, I, like, I always allow a show one season to sort of grow and figure out what they're all about. I gave Inhumans three episodes to see if it maybe got better. 
it did not. <laughs> At episode three, I was like, I am, I am done with you. I'm going back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that's a better show somehow. <laughs> somehow. Well, we're not going to talk about Hitmonkey quite yet because we have other stuff we want to talk about. So let me get uh, all the formalities out of the way because uh, we do have a fun show in store. And as advertised, like I said, Hitmonkey's coming later, promise. But before that, we have some nerd news to discuss and rumors, I think, Ricky. We're from um, our sponsor, uh, Brilliant.org. Brilliant.org, if you want to get, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm already not, flubbing this. We're no, ruining our sponsor. Not, not our sponsor anymore. Yeah, great. Uh, for those of you joining us live, uh, which, you know, we've already got somebody commenting. Thank you. Uh, don't be shy for anybody else who might be there. Uh, we'll be checking the comments regularly. And for those of you that can't get enough of us, uh, you should visit us at patreon.com slash denxmedia, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including early access to our live after show, The Soapbox. Uh, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us. Uh, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. Uh, we'll be releasing it to the public uh, next week. You know, that's that's our new yeah. that's our new format. Uh, so we're selling we're selling exclusivity. We to got chat content here. That's what we're saying. <laughs> that's what he's saying. Uh, and and Ian is like uh, one of our favorite patrons, which is why we keep having him on. Uh, I don't know if you like the content that I'm trying to give you, but I promise to try and give you more. Uh, I do like. Cool. I've been working on a lot of it this week. A lot. Become uh, a patron, so. and we'll make you part of the content. Exactly. It's true. I, it's true. No, I, but I, you know, I, I show up every every soapbox that I can when I'm not not busy and watch you guys. And a couple couple weeks ago, you guys went real long, and I was there all the way till the end. And <laughs> you know, that's I, I I love I love hanging out with you guys, chatting, even if I'm not on the show. I love just throwing my thoughts out there and seeing what you guys think. Rick, Ricky came up with a cool solution, so that doesn't necessarily happen again. So. You'll see, you'll you'll see it in the soapbox tonight. Was it, it's it's going to be like the, the long-winded jar, like whenever you get a long-winded answer, you got to put it in the <laughs> jar. Oh, I don't know if you even saw it then, Frank, but he gave us a countdown last week. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, oh guess Frank, I guess Frank. I guess Frank never no. saw it. He gave me a countdown, and I wig. I gave us some wiggle room, so he gave me a ten-minute warning. And I let I let you guys talk for about 15, 16 minutes yeah. past. Oh, oh, you're talking about like oh in the in the chat in the yeah. private chat. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like yeah. the mom, yeah. you know, you're at the McDonald's oh, okay. play place and like 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 15. Yeah. yeah, that's what I that's what I did. I yeah, did. yeah, no, I, I saw that. I saw that. Okay. And I saw we blew past that time because we, we got involved in yet another conversation that got it wasn't all, like, it wasn't that far. It, it was pretty close to when he, he asked us to. I, I was keeping track of it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to just be that guy that just shut us down. But anyways, well, I will get... <laughs> Got to go. <laughs> um, but Ricky, why don't you do your thing? Let's do. All right. Uh, the thing that we've been waiting for happened. We got another Spider-Man trailer this past week. Uh, they kind of teased it on, was it Sunday or Monday? So they actually gave a, little... a release date for the trailer, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, it was, it was trailer Sunday. dropping in 24 hours. And then, uh, sure thing, trailer dropped on Tuesday at 5 p.m. There was actually a event in L.A. where they... Uh, yeah, it was a paid event where you could go and watch 
right? The like trailer, the, yeah. They had yeah, Tom Holland there, to be fair. Yeah, and he was um, trying not to spoil stuff there, too. Oh, interesting uh, thing enough that this was trailer one. The last one was a teaser trailer. Really? So that, would, uh, that would make it assume that there will be a trailer two sometime between now and Oh, there's always, the movie releases. There's always a there's always a trailer right uh right like the week of a week or two before the movie, uh that just totally ruins so much shit. Um, I was just gonna say I'm gonna but, skip on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I usually I usually don't watch the last few trailers. What was out. interesting with this trailer, it was like a sequel to the last trailer. Like usually they they pull from the same. The second trailer is always a bit longer, but still has elements of the first one. This one was kind of like a sequel to that trailer where it picks up yeah. where that story and it's kind of, kind of yeah, weird. It did a little bit. Kind of. Yeah. Um, we've got to look at some villains. Uh, some would say five, some would say six. Yep. Um, it's, it's debatable if there were six in that trailer or if there were five. Uh, oh, Ian's, cool. Ian's familiar. No, no, I was going to say, what, what's up with the ox tentacles there in that it, one? The the rumor is he's absorbed the nano, the nanites. Oh, nice. The iron spider, iron spider suits him out. That's cool. Yeah. And it makes it red because Iron Man. <laughs> well, of course. Everything that Iron Man touches, if it's a nanite or yeah. something he's created. Every villain has to be tied to Iron Man somehow. Yeah, yes. they all have to be part of Iron the Iron Man family, the Iron family. Ricky, you're forgetting. This is the mm. better view. Oh yeah, there you go. that's a good goblin. Looks that's like the last goblin. Yeah. So <laughs> while Ricky's showing us the pictures, uh, why don't why don't you guys tell me what you thought about it? I have some opinions, but I, I want to let I want to let you guys go first. Uh, Ian, you want to tell us what you thought of the, the trailer? I, I mean, you know, you know how easy I am to relatively at least to please on that kind of stuff. Like you gave me a trailer that had Doctor Strange and Spider Man. I know that they're both together in a movie. I'm good. <laughs> like I, the villains are cool. I I'm I'm into the idea of them being pulled into the universe or him being pulled into theirs, what have you. I don't I don't know exactly which it is, but I, I I'm down for the villains that we're seeing. I'm sure there's probably some stuff we're not seeing yet that I'm hoping they're gonna just not tell me until I get to the theater. But I liked it. Give me give me more Doctor Strange in it, and I'm good. Ricky. Um, I thought we were gonna see Spider Men in this trailer. I, you know, they're really uh, keeping a lid on that as much as they can, even though it seems like the world knows that they are in it. Um, so I applaud them for for making us wait a bit more. But you know, it's, it's it was cool. I I I mean, specifically to what the trailer I liked was the Jamie Fox stuff. I, I liked the starfish, starfish uh, electro, new, new yeah. way to do it. We, I mean, we we said it was going to happen, right? Like it's mm -hmm. that's kind of that's kind of been the MCU's thing, right? Is like the MCU might not be the most uh, comic accurate uh, storytelling uh, version of all the characters, but the MCU really tries to make them look as as closer yeah, to the comic than once. we've seen. Yeah, at, yeah, least at least once. once. At least exactly. once. Yeah. Exactly. They, they like to reference their history versus a lot of people that sort of like to shake it off a little bit when they're doing a movie version of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, what do you, what do you think of that one? Eh, that trailer? It was okay. I'm sure it was. It looks like it's going to be fun, but uh, 
the more fun that I have with the trailer in the MCU, the less fun I have in the theater and the more I'm gripping, I'm just trying to like let it go and just enjoy it and let the art wash over me. Is, is the, more, the more problems I have, the more, the more fun it is, I guess. Or vice versa. No, 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 no. The, the, the more fun the trailer, the more problems I have when I'm watching it, the more logic problems and, and dick and fart jokes and just general MCU witness um, I have with it. So yeah. this one looks like it's going to be one of the most MCUs of most MCU witness. Like the part <laughs> where they're just disrespecting Doc Ock like that. I'm all like, oh, okay. So the new Spider Man is going to shit on the legacy of the old Spider Man very cute mcu i really like that you're doing that it makes me really want to see your movie and i'm so endeared <laughs> so i mean don't tell me you ever gone to the zoo and make fun of the lions in the cage yeah no i do that i do that whole uh that I've, I've never joke. i've never made fun of a, an animal that could kill me no i do that, <laughs> that whole I richard Pryor thing. stupid I'm animals like, hey what's up lion and then just grab my dick and like fucking wiggle it at the lion <laughs> um, yeah don't do that. Don't do that. Well, don't Kid, pull your dick don't out. Do that. Wiggle it through your pants. That's the, that's the loophole they don't tell you. That's the loophole they don't want you to know. At the Life studio. hacks with Franks. Yeah. <laughs> don't actually pull it out. Wiggle it through the cloth. Well, I'm going to put a, the more you know on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll get two so, years off your sentencing. So I know Ricky's already trying to like move to the next topic, but like I would like to give my my take oh yeah what do you think do. Guy, yeah. guy wearing a spider-man you, shirt you totally were gonna move on to the next <laughs> thing weren't you you're so rude man i can see it in you um i'm gonna i'm gonna say this year has been a weird journey i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a little bit on this one okay um i we started this talk this this podcast like in in january because i thought it would be this fun thing you know to, to have ricky do you know we ricky and i we did a, a, a star wars podcast but I wanted to add like some real extra nerd to it, so I was like, "Let's get Frank," because Frank Frank knows Marvel like you know in a fun way that like you know he's not afraid to talk about wiggling his dick in front of a lion as well. Uh, yeah, you sure know, not. Uh, and and so yeah, Frank, you had a lot. So if if we never tell you, you're appreciated. You're very appreciated on the show. <laughs> but here's the one thing that I was always worried about with Frank is would Frank rub off on me? And I think I think he has. I think he has. <laughs> like, and and here's the thing, because I am attitude. It was only funny. one time. It, okay. it, I thought nobody was looking. I thought Dennis was asleep. <laughs> and it's not. And it's this is not to say this is not to, to blame you for anything. Or uh, but you've constantly, as long as I've known you, you've 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 constantly made light of the MCU because um, you just you you see it for what it is in a way that a lot of people don't see it for what it is. Right. Uh, and, and I think I finally am there in that I wanted Shakespeare from this Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. But what my wife made me realize the other day, she had to talk me off a ledge after I saw this trailer. Oh, wow. I, was, I was really angry. I was really angry with that trailer. Um, and it's because I, I every every Marvel movie that I've ever watched, um, I get really emotional at some point in the movie when it references something from the comics, and I think the reason I get emotional is because I remember how I felt when I read that comic. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
But that doesn't mean that the movie actually deserves that emotion when I give it to it. You know what I mean? Uh, they're just really good at making me experience member berries in a way that I, I, you know, I enjoy because nostalgia is a hell of a drug, right? Uh, but honestly, if we're really looking at, at these movies just by themselves without the source material, they're kind of superficial in a lot of ways. You know, like a lot of them have the same formula they follow. A lot of them uh, are very well done in that they, they appeal to a large audience, but they don't necessarily go deep and dark like the way sometimes the comics do, right? Mm-hmm. And so so for me, after the first trailer of this, of this movie, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, or even after the end of Far From Home, I was super excited because like, I was like, oh my God, they're going to do the story where Peter's is outed and his life just goes to shit. And like, he has to like suffer some incredible, incredible, like new levels of pain in his life. And I was so excited for that. Right. I was like, yes, let's put, let's put Peter Parker (laughs) through the ringer because that's when Peter Parker's is best. Like, or he comes Mm. out, he comes out the best. Right. And so that's all I wanted for like three years now is to see Peter suffer. But this trailer made me re- realize. <laughs> the fan. I am a fan. Of, can you tell me I'm not a fan of Peter Parker? That, that because... wasn't sarcasm. That wasn't, to be clear, that's not sarcasm. I don't know. You yeah, don't have you, as many Spider-Man figures suffer, behind you. <laughs> if you don't want Peter to suffer, you're not a fan of Spider-Man. Um, I actually do true. have quite a few it's Spider-Man true. figures behind me. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to count right now. But I'm pretty sure I have way more than you. 30, 30 makes a fan. Uh huh. I have an entire shelf of Spider Verse. Exactly. Um. Anyways, uh, so I think when I realized that this trailer showed me that the first act may be the depressing part of his life, but mm-hmm. but at the end of that first act, he's gonna remember that Doctor Strange, his good old buddy, can fix it all, right? And then he's gonna go there, and then that's the end. That's gonna be the end of the drama. And then it's going to be a good popcorn munching experience for the rest of the movie, right? Because, whoops, Doctor Strange screwed up and he brought in the Sinister Six and all this other stuff. And, like, it's all going to be fun and and games and everything, like, and everybody's going to love it. And maybe Toby and Andrew will show up and people will, you know, lose their shit, even though for 12 months we've all known it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think I'm not, I don't mean Mm -hmm. to be bitter what I mean to what I'm trying to say is I I've, I've accepted that tonally it would be wrong to give me the story that I want because it wouldn't fit the tone of the other movies in, in the series so far. Right. 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 And yeah. so, so what my, like I was saying before, my wife told me you're expecting Shakespeare. Why not expect the Thanksgiving day parade instead? <laughs> Well, that's, that's, Fun that's fact, that's where Spider-Man that. faced off with the Green Goblin for the first time. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. That's it, a, but, but yeah, but like, so you mean, you mean like, the first time in the Sam Raimi movie? In the Sam Raimi movie. Okay, I was having a hard time understanding what you meant. <laughs> reference. That wasn't yes. the Thanksgiving um, Day Parade, that was the International Day. That was the Macy because Gray. Per- that was the Macy, Macy Gray parade. The Macy bro. Gray. Not, not sorry. Macy I got to confuse with the Macy's parade. 
I mean, but, no, I, but I, you can't okay. you can't go to to McDonald's and expect a Ruth Chris steak. Yeah, but see, see, that's what I mean. Like I yeah. I I've, I've done this with Frank for a year, and mm-hmm. I I think I get it, Frank. I get it now. It is it is you gotta take your McDonald's your McDonald's analogy was always on point. I just didn't want to accept it, but I'm there now. I'm like there. if I if I'm a, a Feige or Amy Pascal and you know Spider Man. Three script comes across my table. You know, we're gonna put the three live action Spider Men in a film together. That's that's a that's a cool achievement on its own. You know, let it's alone not really whether an the achievement story, when all it takes is money. That's not an it achievement. It doesn't though. It doesn't always take money. You have to convince. No, no, I'm saying when all it takes is money, and I'm pretty sure that's all it took. I'm sure those... money's a big part of it, but you have to get Toby. You back, gotta get you know. You got to get a lot of people on board for that. Yeah, but you think a lot. money helps. Money's a huge yeah. part of it, but yeah. it's a pretty freaking cool achievement to get. You know, just to tie all those films together. Like, imagine a, some Bond situation where they get all the Bonds, living Bonds together. That's that's a cool thing. No, uh, I mean that, that is that is a completely well, you want, different. You want thing. to keep it. You want to keep it relevant. Ghostbusters came out this week. Spoilers: The old Ghostbusters are in the new Ghostbusters movie. The old like, living ones. But the that's old what living I'm saying. ones. Yeah. But, but that's, that's what cool. I'm saying. Like that's a. That's they, not they're... that cool because like it doesn't mean anything because it doesn't mean it's it doesn't a member mean berry. Anything. Well, it's what, yeah, we were but... talking about it being unearned. It's unearned. Um, it like is. like it's Avengers unearned. Endgame. Even mm-hmm. though I didn't quite like it, that last part was earned because it built up over the course of twenty years. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's not built up. It's just something they're all like they they kind of did it as an afterthought almost. They're all like, it well, just, it worked like, for yeah. Spider Verse. The yeah, window gonna... to get all three Spider Men in a movie and actually doing Spider Man stuff, that window is going to close like in five years. If you know? five years, jeez, you're young. You think you think Tobey <laughs> Maguire's going to be retired and dead in five? I years? think he will be less likely to want to do it in five years. Well, he doesn't need to do it in five years because he's doing it now. But well, I'm you, saying, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, that you window, have this, no, if dude, you have, you you're can, in the window right now. I get why they're no, doing it. No, no, you don't understand it because you never read Spider Verse. But there are some super old Spider Men in that story, like really old, and it like would be old. totally fine. You could have done it. You could have had the window in twenty years from now. But what I'm there, saying, there's like, Spider Men who don't actively to, participate. Yeah, to compare it to, to to say that it's as big as getting all the James Bond is not giving James Bond credit for the longevity of that franchise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man yeah. franchise has only existed like, for twenty years. That's how do you feel about the, the Flash movie then? Having and, the Batman's. Let's let's pivot. I mean, well, if we're pivoting, DC is a different thing because DC has more leeway to try more batshit crazy stuff. Because they don't have a form, they don't have a set formula. <laughs> DC yeah. is just like you shake, you shake up the dice, and whatever you get is a DC mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, for exactly. Good or, for better, or for I th- worse. I think, I think the thing that I'm concerned about, uh, you know, if we're gonna, if we're getting into nitpicks, is what Frank was saying is uh, Kevin Feige clearly has a checklist that he wants to hit on every character that he does. Right? He yeah. tries to do it in a trilogy. Sometimes you need more. Like Thor's getting the fourth movie because they're like, okay. We didn't quite get everything that we needed in those three Thor movies plus the Avengers. Um, but for the most part, he tries to get all the, the bells and whistles that you would want to see, you know, in your Captain America story. We got a pretty good 
arc for Steve yeah, Rogers. You we know, did. We got, uh, you know, like in from Iron Man to Endgame, we got a really good arc for him, you know? So mm-hmm. if, if, but the clock's ticking on Spider-Man because of that Sony contract. So if you got to, if you have a smaller checklist that you want to pull off on Spider-Man, I know the Sinister Six is at the top of that list. Yeah. And I think I've been pretty happy with how Marvel's handled the introduction of villains most of the time. But like this is a really, really cheap ass way to do a Sinister Six. It, it is, is but they I mean they teased the Sinister Six. They were building towards it with the amazing series. Like there was there was thread that being, was also and, bad too though oh, no yeah. i'm not saying it was good i'm just saying they were working towards it so it's not like this was suddenly they were like oh we got an opportunity to do it they were they weren't working towards it they were skyrocketing towards it yeah, they yeah. were like we gotta do it all by the next we gotta movie. go yeah we do you know, we do no with well no, that's what that would have been movie three right so i mean that's that seems to be the the, the goal I mean, is get it in three get your get your Get your intro, but it's get but it's not serious. but it's but it's not his sinister. It's not six. personal. It's, it's, yeah, it's no, not, yeah. Right. He has he has no connection to any of them, and I think that's, that's my that's problem true. with it. You know, like mm-hmm. the sinister six is a, a legion of doom that is tired of getting their asses handed to them right, by right. by their Spider Man. You know, so like, they band together. Yeah. Um, what I liked about the Tony universe, or Tony the Toby universe, is that they organically built a sinister six by the fourth movie. If they would have given us a Sinister Six, it would have been well earned, like way, yeah. way past yeah. earned. Yes, we, they they um, could have done it in 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 a fourth Toby movie for sure. I think it and, would have been pretty earned, but yeah, we'll, we'll never see that world. That's the world I want to no. live in. Anyways, I I thank you for indulging me for this this rant. I I do, I am excited to see the movie. I I am I have I have gone to the Macy's Day Parade twice in my life. It's an event. It's stupid, but it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. And that's so what this movie I, I can be. be okay with it. It'll be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, actually, I'm going to share a story on the soapbox about uh, pretty fun. It's uh, this friend of mine's analogy of Disneyland and Magic Mountain, or uh, Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland, and I'll share it in the soapbox, and you'll, right, you'll know why when I talk about it. Um, okay. See how sort the message there. You wanted Pete Davidson dead in Infinity War? Damn. No, I wanted, I wanted Peter Parker dead in Infinity War, and I got that. Um, so that's why I shouldn't really Good. complain because that, I got the things. You gotta I got to be specific with your wishes. Yeah, you got to be more specific. I, I want Pete Davidson <laughs> dead. Not don't just say Peter. Oh you got to say Pete Davidson next time. I'm just gonna clip you just saying I want that dead. You know? <laughs> I want Spider Man. Oh, I man. want Pete Davidson. I want pictures of Pete Davidson. Okay, Ricky, right. I know you got other news for us. Thank you, got you for other that. News. All Thank right, you. moving on, or we'll stick with the MCU. Um, the MCU this week was confirmed to be the new six one six, and I don't I, think I it was like... confirmed to be the new six one six. No, 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 no. Hey, right. I hope you have the full hey, quote. Okay, Marvel Studios producer Nate Moore confirms that the MCU is set in the six one six universe. In the simplest of terms, six one six universe is the main Marvel universe as it pertains to the comics. It's where a majority of the stories, characters, and events all reside within the same timeline. So just to be clear, I think what he means is in their inside their universe, they refer mm-hmm. to their universe as the 616. And I think that was first noted by 
uh, in Far From Home. I think. I think Mysterio. Mysterio yeah, it's, I thought yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, he he did say that, and then uh, you see it in Selwig's board on uh, yeah. Dark World. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right exactly. There. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, anybody who reads the comics knows what the real six one six is, but you know, in fairness, everybody thinks they're the hero of their own story, so it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. Does Does Saruman think that? Yeah, he's he got to. That. He's got to. Okay. Yeah, he does. He's got to think that. He does. All righty. Scarlett Johansson working on a new Marvel project. She is um, with Kevin that, Feige. It's yeah, top that, secret. that dropped uh, last night. She was uh, being awarded the America Cinematique Award, uh, which is presented annually to extraordinary artists making significant contributions to the art of moving pictures. Um, Scarlett Johansson, of course, has been in the industry for a majority of her life, so it's obviously obviously a well earned award. But she was, I want to say, presented by Kevy or by Kevy by Kevin. Kevy. Whoa, you're called Kevin. <laughs> oh, you Kevin, Kevin presented the award uh, to yeah. her, and in his little uh, speech he gave, he mentioned that they are working together on a new top secret Marvel project. Yeah. So that to I, me sounds like she's voicing a character in an in a what if. <laughs> or like or some some animated thing because they're not going to put her on screen it's anything a- other than actually, actually i read i read she's producing um oh, yes. okay. yeah she's it's, producing it's something producing i think it's the yelena thing whatever that is probably that was rumored forever yeah i mean uh kevin feige was pretty classy through that whole awkwardness thing right he was in, he was supporting her the entire time and yeah. so i thought that was cool because like Disney Disney Dictor, pretty good, you know. Like oh yeah, they, yeah. They, they they and then they had to own up to it, and they had to pay her a lot of money. So yes, they did. Yeah, and they learned their lesson. And, and now they, at, and they learned their lesson, and now we we don't get to see movies anymore on day one, uh, because they're like, nope, not doing that again, because people get mad. Kind of kind of cool, but RDJ was there, Chris Evans, uh, Jeremy Renner, Sam Rockwell, John Favreau were cool. all. All their supporting their fellow where, MCU where, hero. Where were they when she was suing Disney? They were trying to get more movies made, so they didn't say. They anything. were pretty quiet. <laughs> they were pretty quiet. They were at home washing just, their tights. I'm just putting that out there. I had your back, I mean, Joe. You can't I comment on did. ongoing litigation within the company, right? <laughs> there you go. That's fair enough. I There's a clause. There's a clause somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah you signed, you signed the paper. Uh, what else you got, Ricky? Leak tiring sheet hints at MCU Daredevil project. We knew we knew this was coming, but I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's it's, it's kind of funny. Vincent D'Onofrio is uh, very actively tweeting his support for the Hawkeye series. Yeah, um, he's, been he's been so excited. He's been, he's been tweeting that for a while now because I'm pretty sure he's going to show up. And if he's, sure hope so. he's always been a big fan of Hawkeye. If, if he shows up. Oh man! If they do it right, the episode he would show up in would come after a Spider-Man movie, with where potentially other Daredevil people would show up in. So, yeah, I don't know. Daredevil people. Oh, oh, like okay, I, I don't know. Sorry, if I was they're... thinking like a Daredevil verse or something. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, or... like like the whole Agents of Shield thing, how they timed it with the with the yeah. releases. Yeah. yeah, they might they might yeah. do it. It would be it would be really cool. It would be a nice one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, only the second one would be like, oh, this is on TV, you know, like. Um, 
but yeah. I mean, if they're if they're hiring for everybody except Kingpin and Daredevil, then I'm good with it. I'm I just I'm happy with my Daredevil exactly and the Kingpin that we got. <laughs> yeah, so, I think I think, uh, I, think that's, um, I think that's exactly what they're doing. If yeah. that's what they're doing, if they're trying to ah, find come on, I like Daredevil. Foggy. I like Foggy. He was cool. No, no I'm not saying any. I'm, they I'm bring saying, uh, I like all of the characters. Yeah, I liked all of the characters, no, but I'm just saying Favaro in his Foggy. I'm just saying, if we're going to be doing a new series, I really already had my Kingpin and my Daredevil, so I, I don't know who I would be I, like, I think we're that would be them. a good replacement. And you know, by the way, I think that show is probably why, uh, that Daredevil show is probably why I expect Shakespeare out of everything. Because like, yeah, I, totally. still want, I still want to consider that show MCU, even though it was Jeff Loeb who was relegated to his own little like corner of the office and didn't mm-hmm. get to didn't get to play with the big boys but like that show was dark and serious you know like and i and i think that's why i i feel strongly about seeing like spider-man take some punches too you know like take like get down in the mud and stuff so but it's not gonna happen so i'm okay with it it's fine i hope it happens i hope unless, it's a- unless they kill aunt may mj and ned and then i'll be like yeah, yeah give me I, more. I i see aunt may going 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 south on this one i think she's dead and they then they release don't don't hate on this one all right like don't hate you love charlie cox too let it go we got a bunch of other disabled representation in the in the mcu let Daredevil yeah, we be got, played we got Echo. by Echo's Charlie getting Cox. her own show. Yeah. Apparently that, that girl's like a, a one-legged deaf person. Man, that's amazing. Like, that's like extra. That's extra. They're Just, checking a couple boxes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's keep going. So that's do you it. think it would be better? So Far From Home, Aunt May gets it. MJ gets it. You mean No Way Home? Yeah, No, yeah, home. no Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, Aunt May gets it. MJ gets it. Ned gets it. And then they poison the popcorn in the theater. So that everyone that bought popcorn That's gets killed too. Yes, because I never buy popcorn in theaters. You just, you're just watching everyone just die around you, like that scene in in Batman, the first, uh, the 1989 Batman. You think they? You think they kill a Spider-Man in, this, in that movie? I don't. Yeah. I don't think they kill either of those. If they if they do, it'll be for like a cheap like a cheap moment where they're just trying to like yeah. gain some kind of. I think. I think we just got done talking about it being a Thanksgiving parade, and now you now you want. Now you want emotional, like serious. I mean, you no, talking about you people get... dying. I'm just threw out the question. Yeah, but they're not gonna. That's gonna be their Uncle Ben moment it's that they never ben. earned yet. Oh, he's always right. they some power comes a little bit. Of... I mean, that they didn't have yet. I guess you're, unless you're, you're, you're gonna it. you're gonna get it in Spider-Man Freshman Year. I promise you that it's gonna be sucky. You know, yeah. watching the cartoon, and you're gonna yeah, be like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> Oh no! Oh, Unless man. the animation's like uh, Invincible or Hitmonkey, it's like, it's like Red and Stimpy. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. You just compared the Invincible animation to Hitmonkey. You suck. You just Hitmonkey's suck. Hitmonkey's way worse. Hit, okay, all right, good, good. Hitmonkey Thank is way worse. Okay, keep going. We're not there that, yet. That, but that's that's. I, I, just had my to, I just had to make sure that Frank knew he sucked if he was actually saying they were the same. They're in the same DNA. No, the same, no, the same no, animation no, universe. No. no. Okay, anyways, let's you know what? You guys need a game because 
<laughs> Everybody's a little too salty right now. Everybody needs to play you, game. You brought on the salt with your Spider-Man rats. I, I did bring a lot of it. It's true. I'm not going to lie. All right, guys. Uh, hit the button, Ricky. Okay. It's my turn to bring us a game. Contest of Champions. And Yes, we're doing the Contest of Champions again. And this time we're doing the freaking. We're I'm bringing it back, guys. Who's who right. in the Marvel U? Oh man, Boner Man. Captain <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Boner, I think. So you guys, I'm giving you all a chance to 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 guess it out loud. Or wait, is that? Do we want to do it where we guess it out loud, or or do I want to give you uh, five seconds and then you all say who it is? Oh, game, just guess dude. it out loud. Guess it out loud. All right, what you got, that's, guys? That's Black Knight. Yeah, that's where uh, I was going. It, I, it feels a little too obvious for, I'll for say Black Prowler, Knight. but I'm leaning towards Black Knight now, now that Frank said it. Yeah, that's where I was heading. The only thing it is the be, neck's it, a little funky. It could be Prowler <laughs> un, unzipped. Prowler unzipped. Oh, it could be, yeah. Could be. Oh, man, speaking of Prowler, uh, when we were, we were watching uh, um, Homecoming, and my wife was all like, wait a minute, did he just mention his nephew? He mentioned his nephew. Is that the Prowler? Like she like put it together. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. There it is. You guys, like maybe I made this too easy for you guys this time. It's the Black Knight, that aka Dane Whitman. Held very Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. First appearing in Avengers number 47, 1967. Um, all right. I guess I guess that was too easy for you guys. Uh, I featured was, in Marvel's Eternal. I was just reading about Black Knight. I'm not feeling very optimistic about these next ones. So why is see. his sword holding being held like that? All right, um, guys. Um, did I, mean, I do this? Did I do it, this wrong? It's, it's a beast, maybe. That seems like Wolverine. But Wolverine is where easy. I was heading. No, but that feels like it's too easy because this seems like Genesis trying is to throw a D-Man? Oh, that's Batman. I think that's capeless. That's Zer N R Batman without Night, a cape. Nighthawk or whatever his name is from the squad. Oh yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna okay. go beat Rick, Ricky. Got it. Yeah. You know why Demon. I know who that is? You guys were talking about D Man last week, right? No, I don't think so. Well, maybe maybe a month or so is ago. Is Demolition Man based on D Man? No, D Man's name know. actually is Demolition. Man. Okay, but they're not the movie. Demo, I've never seen Demolition. Man. It has nothing to do no. with. Okay. No. You've never seen the movie. Oh, there's one to watch. The demolition I, okay. man in but, this political climate is perfect. What I, while, what I love, while researching that, I found D Man, and I'm like, this uh, dude looks fucking stupid. What I love about <laughs> D Man is that he's totally rocking Daredevil's original costume and Wolverine's mask. And Wolverine's, yeah. yeah in his intro rocking. comic, don't they say like, "Is that Wolverine? Is that Daredevil?" In I his first, um, I, I have not read his. Look intro up his comic, first appearance. Uh, you mean the thing number the thing 28, 28 yes. 1985, June the 1985 classic. <laughs> uh, we'll do that later. Maybe we won't do that right now. I think is probably the, the thing. Soapbox. Okay. That. All right. Good job, Ricky. Here you go, guys. That looks silver surfer. Like that looks like Kirby. It does, no, but the surfboard's not long enough. That's not to... a board. That's a shield. That's a shield of some form. It's the silver mm. shielder. It's the silver. Mm. Who could that be? Task Blaster. Could that be a U.S. agent? Who? Uh, d- wouldn't he have feathers? Would he have the feathers? Yeah, he would have the feathers. Oh, is that? Was um, it cr- Crimson? 
Yeah. yeah you know, I was gonna say, uh, who, who's the other U.S. agent guy? Uh, soldier or something like that. Um, shoot, I can't think of his name right Nuke? now. Nuke, not Nuke. No, you're on the same. You're the same wavelength, though. You're you're getting. I'm trying to think of what he called himself. <laughs> dude, look at that leg. That leg. Patriotic white oh. dude. Yeah, it's, is that patriotic white dude? It's there you not go. patriotic white dude, but you're close. It's Major Victory. Major Victory. <laughs> From the Guardians of the Galaxy. Why do they have That's Cap what? Shield? It's lit. it's actually Cap Shield from from the future. Did he just like, did he steal it? He's from I mean, the, he's, he's Guardian. He's, he's, from, he's from the he's from the future. If like, you don't tell if you don't tell us how he got it, like Ricky's gonna get pissed. Like the collector yeah. and what if? Like, yep. Oh wait, was pissed. that or was that you that got pissed? I don't. Uh, they pissed? don't actually ever say. It's just from the future, so you have to oh. be okay with it. So no, I'm pretty. I'm sure they say. I don't remember. Steve, but died. yeah, Took but it. he was he's been around since 1969. Uh, Vance Astro. Uh, you guys want to keep going? You like yeah. these? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. I'm happy if my D man win. Here you go. Ooh, cool. Uh, okay, she's kicking. She's got chopsticks in her hair. So, um, martial artist is what I'm going with. Whoa, that's racist. Same with the stereo. I was just gonna say playing off the stereotypes and stuff. She, she's obviously gonna be a white white person. Yes, obviously. <laughs> a racially appropriated white person. Um, mm, that's, show, us uh, who we're, show us who we're canceling. That's that's MJ from uh, the, Spider, <laughs> the first Spider Man. Spider Man. I like it. Like it. <laughs> Ian, not, you don't have anything, huh? I don't. I feel like I should, but I don't. Ah, um, well, this was really a test to see how far you got in Hit Monkey. I was gonna uh, okay, all right. So uh, I was, you know, that's funny because I was gonna say that, but I didn't know. I it's actually, like, it's it's Lady Bullseye. I didn't look up any of the characters for how they looked in the comics yet, because I don't know. I've never read the comics, so I I, I know very little. My my hit monkey knowledge goes as far as the series <laughs> and what they showed me in the Lego Superheroes video game. Oh, whatever. you mentioned gotcha. that mission. Yeah. Who who yeah. was the first lady, like or female counterpart? Like, yeah, nope, nope, not doing female, that one. Female not counterpart right superhero. Now. Was, was right, it Eve? Got, depending on who you believe. What you we believe. got one more. We got one uh, more, guys. I like her comic look though. Here it is. Here oh, you go. Eros. Star oh Hawk. no, is that uh yeah, Starhawk? Yeah. I know that hair. Ian, Ian, what do you think? I don't know. It looks like I'm seeing little like horns, but it looks like one's kind of cut off. Looks like a sex pest to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Adam Warlock. No, he's got a. He usually rocks a cape. He has a cape, yeah. Okay, well, Ricky gets a point, and Frank gets half a point because he said Starhawk. Starfox, yeah. Oh, Starfox. It's, it's Starfox. It's Eros, aka. Um, the brother of Thanos. That hair is really, really something. First appeared in Iron Man 55, 1972. Defeated Black Roger. <laughs> you're going a little too far there. I know okay. what you're doing. You're doing, you're doing stuff. But yeah, there you go. Did you guys like that? I, don't, I think Ricky comes out the winner. On, I think Ricky's the winner on that one. He's pretty uh, good on, on these. I, I'm pretty impressed with the D-Man guess. Uh, we're, Me too. Lin, Lindsay and I were having a lot of fun with those because... She's like, oh, these are mean. And then Ricky goes and just ruins D-Man. Step it <laughs> up, Lindsay. But 
that's all I got for you for this week. Uh, I'm, uh, that was fun. I, I, I enjoyed like, actually listening to you guys describe them. That was pretty good. I, I like I like this game because it reminds me of when I was growing up and had the like Marvel encyclopedia with all the different characters, and I would I would pour over that reading people's powers and their background and their origin and checking out their costumes. I would pour through those those books when they would put those collections out. And this is like a uh, game show version of it. I like that. Yeah, let's go. Buying the most recent Marvel encyclopedia. Those things are like hella expensive. Yes, they are. I, I I was I was considering it for a little while there too, and I went to the bookstore and I was like, yeah, nope. That's why it's, that's why it's better. <laughs> that happen. That's why it's better to just tune into the show every Friday. Exactly. Night. Yeah, that's way better. Saves you a lot yeah, of money on. Marvel saves you money, and you, we'll we'll do it for you. We got you. That's cool. <laughs> All um, right. Do you think you think it's time to do it? You think it's time for yeah, get monkey? I think it's I think it's monkey time. I think it All is. Right. All right, uh, we waited long enough. It's time to put a spotlight on Hit Monkey. Um, this one is quite the obscure character. I'm gonna give you guys just the the quickest little recap uh, that I saw on IMDb for uh, for the show. Um, it tells the tale of a wrong Japanese snow monkey. Uh, those are called macaques, by the way. Um, mentored by the ghost of an American assassin as he cuts a wide swath through the Tokyo underworld. That's it. That's the summary. Yep. That's, that's um, pretty accurate. Really quick before before we talk about this. Oh, and, and yeah, also uh, spoiler, spoiler warning for, for here on out. We haven't had to do a spoiler warning for a few weeks, so it's important to put that out there now. Um, thankfully, that, that, that description does not do any spoiling at all, really. Um, <laughs> What before we get into talking about it, I just want to double check because the uh, you know I was giving you guys crap about it, but uh, the assignment wasn't really to watch the whole thing. If you couldn't do it, that was fine. I just said watch as much as you want, uh, and and then we'll talk about that. And I was just curious, where did everybody get? How far? How many episodes? Well, you and you and Ian watched all of it. I'm done. I'm done. We, I finished. we watched yep. it all. Frank, where'd you get? Uh, I watched three episodes. I would have watched more. I, I was ready to watch like six of them, but then uh, my wife wanted to go to sleep, and I'm all like, well, she's going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. And by going to sleep, I meant I went and played video games while she went to sleep. Nice. So right. she she was she enjoying it? Is that why she was watching it with you? I think she was doing that thing where she's like, yeah, this is fun. Let's let's we should do this again sometime <laughs> she's doing the seattle did, freeze on did you guys watch show. uh ted lasso or no we did not watch ted lasso okay. we, we we didn't watch anything uh Sudeikis, so i i don't really know too much of his humor i think i've seen like meet the meet the millers meet the fockers meet the meet the millers we're we're the millers yeah okay i've seen that and i've seen a couple other things that he's been in i'm sure but i wasn't i don't i don't think i really like his humor and that. We'll, the, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. The yeah. new Adam Warlock is in, in We're the Millers. Ricky, oh, really? uh, oh, yeah, Ricky how, many, how many did you watch? Yeah, let's hear it. Three. I went three. You got, you oh, got you went three? three. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So it's either, it's either three or ten. That's how, yeah. that's how we do it. Three or ten. That's Excuse how we me. roll. That's how we do it. Okay. Well, um, I guess the, the safer thing to do would be first ask Ricky and Frank what they thought of it. I, I don't I, care about spoilers, by the way. Um, you're gonna no, get yeah. i have a good Ricky sense of what's, what's coming <laughs> i'm giving them to you 
You're gonna get I mean, some spoilers. I mean, you didn't know about Lady Bullseye. That's for damn sure. That's true. Yeah, I did. Uh, it's fun. I like it. I mean, I feel like it's fun code for me. Like, it's okay. Like, I like. You can just say I liked it better. Better than Modok. I don't want to say I don't like it. I like the there. Some of the animation stuff's a little jarring. I think it really the animation doesn't necessarily work when they're when it's dialogue, but when the action gets going, I I think it that's where that style of animation kind of shines. You know, it's kind of it's a little reminds me of the boys a little bit in terms of like the shock factor of some of the kills. Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree with that. I I'm very I'm surprised in a good way of how much Marvel stuff is in this show. You know. It's it's not a I'll say it's not a hit monkey show, but they they it connects more to Marvel than I would have expected it to. Yeah, well if you don't if you don't care about spoiling, um the show basically takes you on a tour of um Marvel Japan. Yeah. So you yeah. you get a lot of Japanese Marvel characters minus Sunspot or Sunfire, which is uh minus Sunfire, who is like I think one of the most famous one. And also minus the Big Hero Six uh, because they're in their own universe. He's uh, new. He's too new. Um, Big Hero Six is too new. Well, that they had the team before the movie came out. They had a like a Japanese team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, too new relative to what? No, I'm just saying it's too new to be included in the, in the show. I guess I don't know. Oh, but Hit Monkey is from 2010, so like, Hit Monkey is after. After Big Hero Six, um, but anyways, uh, Ian, tell us tell us what you thought about it because you saw the whole thing. You know, I, I started off kind of like, okay, this is all right, and then like getting around episode four or five, it started to kind of get a little. I don't know. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of it, like like Ricky said, it was it was okay, and then. I was about to kind of like, cause you were like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. And I got to, I was on episode five when you hit me up and said that and I got to episode seven and I was like, all right, all right. I'm, I'm okay with this. I, I think I can finish it. And then this today I actually watched episode eight and I was like, Oh snap. Okay. And I powered through the rest of the series. Like I, I basically it came around. At, at episode eight and i'm not saying that it was bad i'm just saying it, like episode eight i was like oh oh this is pretty cool i see what you're I, doing i i <laughs> i am living for what you're saying right now ian because i gotta be honest i did not like this show but i was watching it because i felt somebody had to finish it you know right and right <laughs> uh, I was not enjoying it because I I don't like D Jason Sudeikis that much. Like I I am not Whoa. like I am not a giant Ted Lasso fan like most people. Um, and I, I I think honestly, who I like in Ted Lasso is everybody other than Jason mm. Sudeikis. He was playing. Uh, take Jason a lot of flack for that. Uh, Bryce star. Bryce is Jason Sudeikis. Bryce Bryce is a hundred percent Jason Sudeikis, and he's they put the burden of doing all the exposition on him so yeah. like he talks through the entire show except episode eight uh, I... yeah. <laughs> episode eight is where it really hit for me because all i ever wanted was that monkey to not be with jason sudeikis so that he could just be yes. hit monkey 
And 100%. man, when they do it, it's so awesome. So and good. It was like it was everything I wanted. I, like the whole time I was like, you know, because I had to watch this over a couple, you know, the two days. The whole time, every time I take breaks, I'd go out and I'd complain to my poor wife who has to listen to me talk about Marvel stuff all the time. And I'd just be like, so much aces today, kiss. It is. You know, you know when I watch it's a show, lot. It really is. I, and I you hit it on the head with the Ted Lasso thing. Like he is yeah. not the he's He's a star of that show, but there's a lot of other people that he, he bounces off of. But just to have him talk for, for without three, anybody to bounce off of. Like, three episodes, three episodes of Jason Sudeikis, and I was like, man, this is the only part of the show I do not like. It, and it's it, most of the show. That's the thing. I felt like I, I was loving all of the show around Jason Sudeikis character yeah. like i don't i don't so feel like that dropped some funny lines that had me had me laughing but it was like it, it was dropped at the right moment but the rest of the moments he was still talking mm-hmm. and it was driving me a little crazy and then you get to episode eight and it was like very light on jason it was so yeah um, i don't feel his voice matches the tone of the show I was going to bring up, like, in it regards to the Jason Sudeikis uh, 2016 Ghostbusters, like, they kept, they kept trying to improv and, like, say witty stuff, but it never came off as witty. It was just, yeah. like, a bunch of people just talking and ruining moments that could have been good. And uh, they even ruined co- comedic moments if they would have just been quiet. Yeah. And I feel I like that's Jason Sudeikis. I don't know if yeah. I fully agree, Ricky, that it doesn't match the tone of the show, because I think it is the tone of the show. Yeah. Uh, in that, like, he, like... Like, there's so much Jason Sudeikis that he is the show, so you can't say it doesn't match the tone of the show when that is the sh- that mm-hmm. is the tone of the show. But what I would say is that I think the premise, it feels like the producers didn't feel confident enough that the comedy of having a murdering, like, hitman monkey would, would play like to the audiences so they felt the need to inject more comedy into it yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? so i do agree with you frank it's like it's like ghostbusters right ghostbusters is funny enough as a concept uh it doesn't need extra comedy just let the story happen organically and it will be funny at yeah. moments where, where ghost flowies yeah. will always be funny it is. Yeah. I was talking about 2016 Ghostbusters. Oh. It, like I've seen, I've seen a couple of edits that's where what they I meant. Just, yeah, I yeah. Meant he was talking about ghost movie. blowies over there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I. So yeah. I thought it was, I was. I thought we were miss getting our wires crossed. But like I've seen some scenes where like there it's genuinely funny if if they cut out certain parts of the scene and kind of chop it up. Yeah. And I, th- I thought it was yeah. really good. And I'm all, I was kind of bummed because that that could have been a good movie, and then it wouldn't have been so like widely hated as it was. You know. Like, you know, for various reasons, but yeah. Dennis, uh, I have a question because you, you mentioned that you had read the comic as well. And I've, I've, I have no familiarity with the character in the comic. And I was kind of curious as I was watching the show, like, is the character of Bryce as, pardon the term, but grating in the comic as he is in the show? Because I was like, you know what? If it wasn't for this character being sort of on my nerves the whole time, this show would be popping the whole time. I don't think he even. Says I kind of want to punch him. Yeah. So here's. So, here's yeah. I, I so think here's he might say ask. one thing, maybe, and so, then that's it. Yeah. So Frank and I uh, did the extra work of of reading, what is kind of considered the main first arc of of Hit Monkey's story in the comics, right? Uh, and when I say that, I mean like Hit Monkey is only introduced in uh, a special 
appearance. He had his own special issue that was only printed originally as a digital comic. And then a week later, they actually printed it as a comic. It was a one issue uh, uh, written or created by Daniel Way and Dalibor Talajik. Um, one issue, and it's pretty much... Uh, it's I would the last say half of episode one. Uh, well, it's almost the full, like, like the last five minutes of episode one is not in that story. Right. What was, right? What was the last five minutes? The ghost. Oh, I'm not counting. I'm talking, talking about yeah. the, like mm-hmm. the monkey massacre yeah. and like. So, so like every, every part from like the moment where they're about to execute the hitman to him escaping to the mountains, to him be being befriended by the monkeys, all that stuff up until the monkey picks up the gun and kills everybody that is his first comic right and then like and then after that he has another he appears in a deadpool comic with deadpool and spider-man and that's how you kind of like validate a character right by putting him in a comic with two huge huge heavy hitting characters and then it's a hilarious comic where deadpool and and spider-man are like trying to like you know survive this crazy monkey that's that's actually villain, right? but no he's not the villain technically because like he's an antagonist but not a villain. yeah okay. they're okay. learning throughout the story that he is the killer of killers right okay he, got and, it got and it. he and and when he actually he accidentally hits spider-man with a bullet he feels really bad about it right and like and so you learn about his character just through his eeks and ooks and stuff you know like and 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 eventually uh he he goes a separate ways from spider-man and deadpool and then that story is picked up again in another miniseries where they go back to the the mountain, like where you get to have like the continuation of that story. And only then do you find out that there is a ghost that has oh, been wow. talking to him this whole time. So that's cool. You have four issues of Hitmonkey's story without ever knowing Hitmonkey exists. I would have loved the series more if I got four episodes of it without the ghost. Hell yeah! The ghost in. I would have been Dude, so into that. It would, that would have been okay. And I feel like they just didn't feel confident enough yeah, to, yeah. to pull that off, right? But I think execution-wise, I there's no denying that that comic was more enjoyable, right, Frank? Like, that was... Yeah, no, absolutely no denying. Like, it was so yeah. much easier. Because you know what? He's not even named Bryce in the comics. That's fine. And he, he barely talks. He's I don't just, think he, he even barely has a talks. Name. He's just the, he doesn't have the best name. assassin or something. Or the he's most... the best assassin. Oh and God, like, yes. and he just tells the the monkey, "You pick up that gun in anger, you'll never put it down." Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. the one line he has. So no, awesome. he, he calls him a killer of killers later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he barely talks. He just and he yeah. So and I would have liked the show better then because like because seriously, every time he went full monkey. I was into it. I was like, this show is sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, in the middle of it, while he's doing something amazing, Jason Sudeikis would pop in and be like, hey, jokey, jokey. And some, like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes some of those jokes landed and actually broke up the violence enough that I kind of giggled. But it was just, then it was followed by three or four other jokes that I didn't laugh at. But then it was just like, all right. Yeah. It was like, a, have you ever seen uh, or have you, have you ever played, um, uh, shoot, what was it? Not Ultimate Alliance, the, what's the, X-Men Legends 2, where you get Daredevil for the first time? Or not Daredevil, Deadpool, Deadpool. for the first time. Yeah. 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 That guy would not shut up in the game. Like, he was so good 
so like I, I would put my TV on mute because he was such a good character to have on your team because he heals and he mm-hmm. does damage. But like, oh my but god, when I was listening to him, he would not stop talking. He's all, I'm low yeah, on so health, tough. but high in vitamin C, and he would just keep going and going. And I'm all like, oh man, that was that 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 reminded me of this. So it pulled up that evil nostalgia. That, yeah. And Rick, nostalgia. Ricky, to your earlier point that you were you were trying to make though, I would say that Jason Sudeikis does not match the tone of the comic. Like, because there's just no comedy in, in that character. He's not a comedic character. He's just meant there to make you understand. Because, like, when you're reading that comic for a while, you're like, yeah, but how does the monkey know how to do these things? You know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. it makes so much more sense when Doing you find it that out way, that there's a ghost that's actually been coaching him, you know, and, and helping him, like, learn how to put your suit on and stuff, you know, like, but, you know, like, you got to wear a suit and stuff like that. You know, like all of these things are organically told to you in a way that like, you know, normally if you're just like, oh, it's a monkey and a ghost, that's weird. But like for some reason, having gone through that crazy journey and then like on the fifth store, fifth issue, find out about the ghost, it was eye opening. It was this really cool moment where it's like, oh, OK, it's a twist, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than. Yeah. I would have preferred that. They, they robbed us of the twist, and I think yeah. that that was because they didn't, they weren't, they weren't daring enough to only have Jason Sudeikis for half the story. You know what I mean? I think, and that's the yeah. thing is, I think I like I liked the show when it was in its more serious moments, yeah. and mm-hmm. they were few and far between because he was talking the entire time. But it was like every once in a while he would be quiet, and there would be some awesomeness, and I was like, this is. The I mean, show you get you get Jason Sudeikis to sign up for your show. You're gonna, you're gonna use him. him. You're gonna put him in as much of your show as you can. Right. Well, well, at, the, at the time, he wasn't even like a big get, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like he wasn't Ted Lasso. He wasn't Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. Ted Lasso. yeah. yeah. Um, if, 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 do you think it would have been better if they got another motor mouth that's funny, like um, someone like I don't know. Uh, I don't. Dennis I don't want to say Dane Cook, but like someone mm-hmm. like a Ryan Reynolds or uh, give me a Dennis Leary. And I'm a Dennis Leary. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Somebody I with would, a little rough. Yeah, I, 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 I fully endorse that. I would have liked somebody that was that knew sometimes it was important to be serious and other yeah. times, you know, make the jokes. That's the thing. I think uh, with Jason Sudeck is like the way his presentation in it, even when he was, even when there should have been a more emotional moment, just his tone in general, not like his vocal tone itself didn't necessarily carry it. It felt like no matter what he was saying, it was kind of jokey. Whereas somebody like, you know, just saying Dennis Leary because of his his gravelly tone and the way he's his delivery in his comedy would have been able to take an emotional moment and actually feel it in their delivery yeah. a little bit more. It's like um, when Aubrey Plaza talks, all you hear is sarcasm, just sarcasm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh, um, I was just going to say, I I think the other thing that the show has uh, is a is problematic about the show is that they took a story that's very short like in in the comics right it's it's essentially a very short kill bill story and they wanted to stretch it as far as they could so they're like okay in order to stretch the story across 10 episodes we need to introduce a lot of extra characters right so you had george takai's character you had olivia munn's character you had these two police officers you had all these extra characters that are only they're also getting their own amount of time devoted to them and 
because of that, like it, the, I think the story kind of loses focus. And I know it's a show called Hit Monkey, but it's like, why is Hit Monkey not in more of the story? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. um, and it just ends up being like some of these characters just die along the way. And you're like, was I supposed to care about that character? You know what I mean? Like um, that one cop, the the, the green cop that, that was kind of yeah. like uh, that one. Uh, Oh, that one doesn't die. Spoilers. Oh, he doesn't die? Okay. It, it's her partner who dies. Yeah. And it's, Wait, what are you talking about? He died? I watched him. Oh, die. no, no. The green, the, the before the, the old second. dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Sorry. I, there's another green cop later. Yeah. <laughs> more green cops? How many there's green cops green are there? Cops. Yeah, there's more. See, exactly. But that's my point. You're you're making the point, right? It's oh, just, gotcha, gotcha. It's, it's, it's a few too many characters that, that confuses the story. No more yeah. dead cops. Yeah. Have you? When um, I was watching it, I, I reminded I was reminded of a, a comic book. Uh, you might have read Dennis. I don't know if you've read it, Ian. Ricky, you've definitely not read it. It's called <laughs> Tales from the Bully Pulpit. Do you guys know that one? No. Nope. It's it's super good and it's kind of a deep cut. But it was a graphic novel came out in like two thousand four, and it follows um, the ghost of uh, Teddy Ro- or sorry, the ghost of Thomas Edison, and it, it centers around Theodore Roosevelt's the main character, and. Uh, he meets uh he meets up with people he's a time traveler with hg wells's time machine and he uh he ends up going through like kind of this this adventure but the ghost of of of, of um, thomas edison kind of reminds me of the jason sudeikis role he's like the the levity and kind of like the he's the, he's the man but he's the man with the plan he's kind of the, the brains of the outfit whereas teddy roosevelt is like the brawler and it's a super good comic book i highly recommend yeah. reading it if you guys get the chance but that that's hit monkey the show done right in my opinion now i because i don't remember which episodes it was but did you guys get to the episode where the they meet the priest the the monk who, yeah who can speak to him oh, yeah. okay they so, meet him at the temple like when hit monkey gets a suit yeah yeah. yeah yeah so that's something that's also not in the in the comics right like in the comics it's just only hit monkey knows there's a ghost oh, but like so, someone can understand uh Hit monkey. No, no, no. Um, in the in the comics. Oh, shoot, who was it? There's someone else that can that can understand Hit Monkey and can see like the what ghost. What are you saying? I don't know if they could see the actually I don't remember if they could see the ghost. I read through so many. I read I started uh, picking at the the appearances of Hit Monkey also. Oh, you kept reading further. Yeah, because I only read the seven, the seven issues. The seven issues. Uh, Frank yeah. went all in on the monkey. Yeah. Yeah, shit. There, <laughs> uh, there was someone else. I want to say I wouldn't be surprised if eventually Ancient somebody one. can see the ghost, the ghost and stuff like that. But yeah. what they what they decided to do for the story is just go all in on this character uh, because they had Jason Sudeikis, so you might as well use them all. So they end up like finding out like uh, that you can use like supernatural rules, so you can you can block him with salt, right? So that you, so they actually trap him at one point with salt so that he can't follow Hit Monkey. And that's the episode, episode eight, yep. that becomes amazing is because then you get to see Hit Monkey be in charge of his and it was so good. So and good. like, if you guys haven't seen the show um, uh, Primal, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a Gendy Tartovsky or Tartakovsky uh, show. What? Guy, You've already uh, got me. You've got me hooked. What is <laughs> you guys should, you guys should watch. You know what? Uh, Tell me where to of, find it. Instead of finishing Hit Monkey later tonight, go watch that on HBO Max. It's an HBO Adult Max. Swim show. Okay. Um, it's actually won several uh, Emmy jury prizes and stuff. 
it's it's really awesome. It's it's very much in the spirit of Samurai Jack, but it's about a Cro-Magnon um, and a T-Rex that yeah. that are forced to team up together, even though you know they're mortal enemies. And because it's it's early man, there's there's no talking. And so if you thought Samurai Jack was a quiet show, Primal is zero English at all. That's like, awesome. Just none, just none. And so That's every cool. the entire story has to be told through visuals, you know, through showing you, not not telling you. Uh, and when I read hit, uh, like I tried to make sure to read Hit Monkey before I watched it, right? Because um, I I didn't because I I wanted that experience. I wanted to be able to know what they did right and didn't do right, you know. So like. Um, and when I was reading the comic, and I, at first I was like, this is silly. The more I read it, the more I, I envisioned in my head, you know, if they did it like Primal, this would be really good. And so I think when I finally went into the show, I was like, do Primal, but with guns and swords <laughs> and stuff. And then they didn't, you know, and for seven episodes, I was just like, oh, this is like everything I hate about Ted Lasso. But so much worse because it's so much <laughs> it's more. Amplified. Yeah. It's like yeah. times ten. It's like times ten. Um, but I promise you, if you if you just don't want to watch it, just skip to episode eight. Yeah, go to episode eight. It's, and then it's, the it's pretty it's pretty close. It's pretty close to primal. It's pretty close. And that Pri- it, primal really is cool. what I wanted um, without ever having seen primal. That's exactly so, that's yeah. exactly what I, I just watched like five Samurai minutes Jack. of primal and a hit monkey ad just popped up. <laughs> um, so, are you watching so, that on on hbo max it's on adult swim right now oh yeah you watch it on hbo max because it's better because you don't have to get the commercials yeah um, <laughs> um dennis so so reading the comic what so one of the things that i thought was strongest strongest in the show as far as the the players involved was uh fred tatis what is his last name tatis Tadaskiori, yeah. Tadaskiori as as Hit Monkey himself. Um, I really liked the work he was doing there. Like I didn't I didn't hate it. Um, I really lot, liked him. I lots liked of him grunts, lot. lots of oo's and whatnot. But he he did it he did it right. He, he gave right. a he gave a very I am group performance where you yeah. got the you got the emotion out of every eek and ook. Yeah, I yeah. I actually really loved him in that in that role. I thought like, he was great. Like, he, he was, was great. awesome. Um, Ricky. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of Olivia Munn and the little bit that you got? Um, it's Olivia Munn. It's, <laughs> like, I, yeah, she's fine. I don't think I've ever seen her do voice work. Actually, no, she was in the Lego um, Ninjago movie. She was the mom. Yeah, she was. Um, but other than that. Yeah. Frank, Frank, what'd you think of her? I, well, I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna be 100 honest with you right now. I don't even know what character she was. <laughs> I don't even know. Was she, was she the the cop? Was she the 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 what's it called the speechwriter person? She, she was the speechwriter yeah, person. Oh, okay. She was the, the niece, the niece of the uh, of George George uh, George Takai. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know who she was. I didn't. I, yeah. I was trying to think. I'm all like, oh man, I keep I keep meaning to look for Olivia Munn. This is like by episode three. I'm all like, I wonder who she is. She's got to be one of the main ones. 
she can't be the old lady or could she i don't know <laughs> i didn't know uh ian what do you think of her hi the yeah. nothing nothing great there i, I mean honestly that the the besides hit monkey himself the rest of the voice cast is neither she here played, nor there for me she played she played akiko akiko yeah um I, Did you, you guys like are you guys are really nice I hated her in this show. Oh my God. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, uh, like as the story progressed and she just kept getting more and more important to the story. I was like, why do you suck? Like, why do you, why do you suck so bad? Like, why, like, like, is she even Japanese at all? Uh, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, too. She is. I think she's half Japanese. Is she? I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. I, I know she was born in Japan. I don't know if she was half Japanese. Yeah, I mean, she um, was. Like, everybody on the show was was sort of uh, there. Olivia Munn was in, born in, in Oklahoma Radio. City, Oklahoma. Sorry, she lived in Japan. She lived in Japan. Her father uh, is a German. Lived, Irish lived in Vietnam. Okay. Uh, so you're like, no, what, you don't know shit about Olivia Munn. Her, her father like, is of German, Irish, English ancestry. Her mother arrived as a Vietnam refugee. I read, I read the book. So, so that's Japanese. Not Japanese. Uh, and we know how good you are at reading, by the way. So clearly, you didn't know crap. You know, about I had, I had a rose-colored lenses because G4 came back on air this week. Oh. And I was thinking <laughs> of all the all the good memories that I had watching Olivia Munn on G4. Okay, so. so anyways, um, the the weird thing about the show is like they chose to, like they chose the whole show to take place in 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 Japan, like mm-hmm. which I'm not saying that's weird because it, it, Hit Monkey is a Japanese monkey, a snow monkey. Uh, yep. He's from the mountains of Japan. Makes perfect sense. But like I found it weird because in the comics, uh, right away, like he he leaves Japan, like and and goes to New York and and has crazy adventures there and stuff. So I wasn't expecting the whole story to stay in Japan. Um, uh, You know, so, but what I did appreciate about it is that if you look at the voice cast, uh, there's a lot of Japanese actors. Like I was, I was kind of worried that they weren't going to get a bunch of Japanese actors, but they actually did except Olivia Munn. Like, yeah. uh, and yeah, I don't mind Japanese. And I don't mind Jason Sudeikis because, like, yeah. you know, he's playing the character he's supposed to be playing. That's fine. Uh, but Psylocke. man, uh, who is not <laughs> Japanese? Not Japanese. <laughs> you know that, right? You know well, that. This is right? on his lack of information here. I, I feel <laughs> like Jason yeah. Sudeikis is even more Japanese than Olivia Munn. Right. For real. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna see where he's from. <laughs> it's it's a uh, born in Tokyo. <laughs> if he, yeah, if that'd he, be amazing. He once, he's more Japanese than yeah. Olivia Munn. If you ask me. Um, she she just is so important to that story, uh, unfortunately, and I just couldn't handle it. Like, she just was like not even trying to be Japanese at all in that story. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, maybe because she felt bad about doing that because she wasn't Japanese. And she shouldn't hey man, be doing paychecks, that, paychecks. Um, but yeah, that's what I felt like. It was a paycheck for her because she sucked. And and for as as important as she was to that story, uh, she just gave me nothing to work with. Like no wow. emotion, like just nothing. Like the whole show. And I I kept thinking, like, maybe I would have liked all these side characters more if it wasn't for her just sucking up air. Like the, the best whole thing. The best moment. 
the best moment with her character, she doesn't actually talk. Yeah. <laughs> you think it would have so been good like if, if the show was all, all in Japanese? Um, and they, they subbed it? I mean, I, I don't mind. I, I mean, with the exception of Jason Stakis, I like. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. Actually, I kind of, I kind of was weirded out by how they were all speaking English all the time. Yeah, with all the like, kanji and like all the Japanese text, like all. Yeah, of that. you know weird. what was? I was just know thinking was, about that too. You know, it was super awkward. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of Japanese text to the whole show. Yeah. There's a moment where there there's like a wedding planning going on, and they're like on the phone with the like wedding planner, and they and they. The, they need the message to say something right like that's going to be written somewhere and they make a joke about like no not that and then they say this other thing that rhymes with the word they're saying i don't remember what it is oh and i was it, like you're saying and i was like word, you yeah. you know that wouldn't necessarily rhyme in japanese right like that's right like that was just weird to me that like we're just tailoring this whole while, show while we're on, on this topic um in the spider-man no way home trailer Doctor Strange tells Peter, "You need to Scooby Doo the crap out of this." And in the Japanese translation, I think, or in the dub, they said, "You need to help me out, please." And there's, <laughs> there's a whole article going on on how, like, the complexity of translating Scooby Doo the crap out of this is just something that you can't necessarily do to Japanese. <laughs> no, and it no, and it makes can't. sense. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's gonna look really dumb. That line in this in the in this Hit Monkey when they do translate it to Japanese, because there better be. I hope there's just a Japanese version of the of the show with actual Japanese actors and Jason Sudeikis. That would be fine, you know. But like, and Olivia Munn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, Olivia Munn. No. And Olivia no, don't. Munn. Yeah, she's bad, guys. She's basically Japanese. But um, I will say the other like since since I you know Ian and I can talk about this uh, more. Like if you're interested in seeing the Marvel like characters that they that they have to show, um, for some reason they held them off until the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Like they they start. The I thought they were yeah. gonna sprinkle them. I assume that no, they do. Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, when they first start giving to me, to to you, you don't even know because they're like, I had to look stuff up and be like, <laughs> that's a Marvel character. That's funny. That's bottom of the barrel. I, I saw Silver Samurai in it, and I thought there was. I thought that was last, a clear Big Hero last, Six reference. Last, last two episodes. Well, no, in the first, in the like first no, episode or second episode or something. No, yeah, there's like somebody dressed as a samurai. Oh, it's a cosplayer. Yeah, it's a cosplayer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a cosplayer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was doing like some Big Hero Six shit. Okay, never mind. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there is a he. He does show up, and he's. The big, the, the real one, the real. Yeah, the real yes. one shows up. Yes. At Does the, the big end hero of the story. six show up? Oh, you said no sunfire. No, no, no big hero six. Okay. Just um, it, I can name them for you. What there was like, fat cobra, which they didn't call him fat cobra in the show, did it? Did they? No, they they didn't. It was something else, cobra, and I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, I can find it. Hold on. Uh, fat cobra was one. Oh, was uh, it he, twin cobra or double dragon or something like that? That guy. No, the Double Dragons was a, a club that they, or they or a, a place they went to. But no, like, he he called one of the one of the, one of the gang members. Yeah, he was like two snakes. Yeah, yeah, he called, called, him. called him Double Dragon. Oh, oh no, you'll know Fat Cobra when you see oh, Fat okay, Cobra. Okay. He's still something Cobra. I just can't remember what the the first part of his name was. Uh, IMDb doesn't. Yeah, Lady this. Bullseye. Uh, Lady Bullseye does show up um, in the in the story, which I thought was interesting because Bullseye is the one. 
like Marvel villain that shows up in the comic book. Uh, but they're like, we can't get Bullseye, but we can get Lady Bullseye. Yeah. You know? So uh, there's He's Yuki. doing the Daredevil show. Yuki, are you familiar with Yuki, Frank? Who's in Wolverine, right? No, that's Yukio. Or oh. Yuriko. There's also Yuriko. Yeah, I'm talking about Yuki. Y-U-K-I. Mm, that doesn't sound that sounds familiar but i don't i don't know if it's she, of comics. She, she looks like a japanese like ghost um she's in the comics as a, she's a member of the hand ghost she's a member of the hand in the comics mm. Ooh, the, um, ghost have, the hand have a wait, ghost on their team what, what kind of ghost are we, are we talking ghosts like dark horse ghost or ghosts like no like a, more like the ring <laughs> oh that sounds cool <laughs> i gotta look that up uh, kind of like that yeah I said, I said like. I said like. I didn't say it was the ring. He's the ring. Sweet. Um, we you heard it here, folks. We're scooping. <laughs> yeah. Or or oh, kind of like she looks crazy. Yeah, she looks really cool. Yeah. And then um there was another one, right? Was there was there oh, not you? I'm thinking of Yukio from freaking uh Deadpool 2. Yeah, that's Hi, what Yuki. Ricky, oh. that's what that's what Ricky said. Too. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, I, Ricky. Said, I said yeah. Yuki from Wolverine. No, and I said that's Yukio. That's not Yuki. No, Yukio is from from Daredevil, though. Like, or I was saying, I was saying Yuriko from oh. Wolverine. Oh, the Wolverine. Him. But yeah, no, it's right. That's Yuriko. That's Yuriko. Yur- okay. Oh God, this is. Just, you go hang Sorry. out with Olivia Munn. Who's <laughs> on third? Um, Sorry, I'll anyways. be right back. Okay. Oh, it's cool. Anyways, yeah, and then Silver Samurai is like the big, the big one that shows up, and it's all, it's, it's actually cooler once these characters start showing up, but it, it takes a really long time. So, does it leave it open play. for a season two? <sighs> yes. Cool. With Jason, I mean, that, Sudeikis, that was, that was obvious in that first show. Yeah. So, first here's episode, right? Here's the thing. Was it obvious? The show, because you know how that you know how every episode ends with the title screen, the title, and then like yeah. they do an extra uh, an extra scene right afterwards. Like a little sting, and then it goes. Yeah, it, actually, Invincible does that too. Um, that's how Invincible. I don't does. care about Invincible. Um, <laughs> but every every episode of Hit Monkey does that. It has like like a stinger right afterwards, right? Yeah. The way Hit Monkey ends in the final episode is definitely leaves room for a second season without jason sudeikis oh sweet and i was like yes please and then the stinger happens and he's like i'm back guys and i'm like no no i was so sad i was so sad when he came back uh he's like you can't get rid of me monkey i was like god damn it Um, and did you feel that, Ian, when he, yeah, when, he like, when, when the show ended without him, and you're like, "Yes, I could actually really enjoy a second season of this show." Uh, the other reason that yeah. I won't, I, I'm not super excited about the second season of the show is they made Olivia Munn the new Lady Bullseye at the end. Yeah, and no, I'm I, like, I, great. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was excited for season two, at, right before that that stinger but yeah. like i was like cool we're going to new york which means we're going to get more marvel characters and specifically some characters like some big ones yeah. um and we got rid of jason sudeikis so this is we're, we're looking strong for season two like i said before earlier 
I do allow a show, a season to figure itself out and then go into season two strong. And I was like, yeah. And then he popped back up and I was like, no. All right, well, okay, we're doing this, but at least we'll be in New York is where I, my brain settled at the end. I was like, I was like, all right, you know, I, I'm excited to see who they will bring in from the bigger armadillo. You know, I just, I just remember the other, the other drip feeding of characters. Kingpin is referenced. They actually show him uh, early. Like I want to say like the fourth episode, you see Kingpin and you're like, okay. But before that, you actually see somebody, Olivia Munn's character, reading a Punisher comic, which was like, yeah. confusing. Yeah, that was weird. Was like, the kid has a Galactus shirt on. And then the kid has a Galactus yeah. shirt, yeah. 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 And so I was like, okay, is this actual Marvel or not? So it took a while before it was like, no, 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 we are. We are Marvel. We're just, we're just mm. I don't know, we're just, we're just playing with you, you know? like just They established, in the, even in the MCU, that they read comic books based on their, I know. Like, yeah. which is always weird like uh, weird. What, do they, what, do they call, <laughs> what do they call peter parker in, in spider-man comics yeah and then there's like, galactus? Like, galactus like i kind of feel like if you know about galactus right you are if, dead. You know, right. if you know about galactus <laughs> you probably had a thing about this like it'd be the equivalent of us having like a bin laden marvel legends like <laughs> like yeah. okay but, uh, and then there is one other reference when uh, there's a moment where like, cause hit monkey ends up on the news a lot on the, on the show. And it's really funny, but there's a one moment where some characters are watching the news and down in the bottom in the, like the, the news, like, you know, the, the extra additional other story headline, you see something about aim and Modoc, like Modoc is referenced in the news. And yeah. I thought that was funny because Ricky, you know, that, you know, the history of hit monkey, right? You want to explain it to anybody? Um, this was part of a four show get for Hulu, right? It was Modoc, Hitmonkey, yep. Howard the Duck, and uh, the last Tiger and Dazzler, Tiger and Tiger and Dazzler. And they were gonna each have their own show, and they were all gonna come up or come together to form the Offenders, right? Correct, yes. yeah, but and and to be the same but, like animation style and everything, right? Original? I don't know because I guess because. Modoc's not the same animation style. No, no. I think originally when they were planning yeah. the four to work together, they, uh, they would this, all be the same all... similar style. Like, what if sort of not that style, this but all... they would all be the same style. Mm-hmm. Like but pre-Disney then, buying weren't. or the pre-Disney merger, and yeah. I'm assuming everything got muddy when that that uh, merger happened. But <laughs> you still have the rights somehow. And that's how we ended up with the Modoc and a Hitmonkey show. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was really funny because it's like, it still says Jeff Loeb, executive producer on this one, uh, even after he's been fired for years, right? Like years and years and years he's been fired from uh, from them. And uh, I, and I, I, also, I, thought he, I thought he'd come back because I saw, I saw his name in the nah. credits and I was like, oh, cool. I guess they got him back because nah. I don't have a problem with Jeff Loeb the way you do. Um, I. Well, I have a problem with Jeff Loeb in that in that he develops like TV to fit the the rules of TV. In that, you know what I mean? Like the major critique of every Netflix show, um, minus the first season of Daredevil, is and even some people criticize Daredevil for this, but it was a little long in the tooth, right? Like you could have chopped up, you could have cut out a few episodes in most of those seasons and the show would have worked better it would have been a tighter story that was definitely a critique ricky had back then right of daredevil um, 
for like most of the no for most of the shows like even, even Daredevil no, season two. Oh, okay, Luke yes, Cage, sure. eight, like Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. All those shows were longer than they needed to be. Yeah, they're like two and, or three episodes long. And I felt long. like that's because Jeff Loeb kept saying, uh, "Okay, I'm working with Netflix. Netflix is ordering 13 episodes. We do this, you know." And so honestly, that's how Modoc felt to me too. Was like this could have been a tighter story, like. Uh, and same with Hitmonkey. Like, do you know how crappy it is for me to tell you guys, like, guys, if you can make it to episode eight, it's pretty good. Like, that's <laughs> that's like that's not cool. You know what I mean? You don't want to no, say that. I mean, but it's like, like it's like the idea you you run the show on Hulu and then you sell it to fucking Spike, right? And or you just keep it on Hulu forever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, because that's where Disney owns their stuff. But the reason I'm I'm blaming I'm calling it you know the Jeff Loeb thing is because like we've seen the difference this year, right? Where this mm-hmm. year the shows are as long as they need to be, yeah, to tell the story they're telling, right? And sometimes they're shorter than they were supposed to be, right? Like we got yeah. we got ripped off on an episode of WandaVision. We got ripped off on an episode of, of Falcon, well, Falcon. Soldier. Falcon. Yeah, and supposedly and got and and what if, right? All of those shows got less, but like, but they were tighter stories because they and they didn't fit like they didn't have to be X number of minutes long, right? They just no, yeah, they were as long as they were in, in each in each chapter, right? Um, and I think it's just a more organic way of telling a story, so it's awkward to go from those to go back to Hit Monkey and be like, all right, here we go again, got to do ten episodes. Is it like Man. going from uh, Iron Man 1, 2008 to going to The Incredible Hulk that came out later? Is it like yeah. that? Because The Incredible that's, Hulk that's uses fair. the old style of that's Marvel fair. comics. A lot of, lot of yeah. cute, cutesy jokes and stuff. Yeah, it is fair. It's a fair analysis or a fair critique of it. So uh, I'm not faulting you for that one. It is it is like that. So uh, I like I like Jeff Loeb, but I'm like, I like him as a comic writer for sure. But I... As an ex- executive producer, I start seeing his name on all the things that share the similar, you know. You problems. get heroes flashbacks or uh, yeah, or yeah. Lost. Did he, do. he he executive produced Lost, didn't he? No, I don't think so. But heroes definitely. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, yeah. didn't he do like a Team Wolf? Or no, he did. He did all the Hulu shows, didn't he? Cloak and Dagger, all that stuff. Yeah. Pretty sure. Runaways. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that could have used was, a couple chops. He was just in charge of Marvel TV. And so Dude, season one, they hadn't even run away yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty he's he's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh and I think that's that was my problem with Hit Monkey, is it took so long for him to just be Hit Monkey. Yeah. I mean? like, yeah. Yeah, he killed people along the way, but like he didn't it go was, full hit monkey. Yes, give he me the go, monkey. Yeah, yeah. It was this show should have been Rise of Hit Monkey, like um, something. Yeah. Like that. yeah, Rise of Hit Monkey. That's kind of cool. Rise of the Planet of the Hit Monkey. Yeah. But do you have any <laughs> any parting words about this? Do you you guys, based on what Ian and I were telling you, do you think you're going to watch more of it or? Oh, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm interested enough. I like the monkey. I and now that I know Jason. And now that now that I know Jason Sudeikis isn't going to be in in it for at least an episode, I'm stoked on it. Well, I didn't say that. He's still yeah, in he's, that episode. Well, I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just there's giant chunks where he, there's less of him. Yeah. Now, now that yeah. I know he's going to be not present through a good amount yeah. of the episode, like I'm pretty excited for it. 
it was such a good episode it's like, like <laughs> yeah yeah because like uh, i mean the reason i got through the show so fast is because i was background watching it while i was doing stuff on the like working on the computer like so and i know that's not fair to an animation show to be background watching it you know what i mean but like i wasn't loving the animation you know what i mean so like most of the time i would just kind of like look when i heard people when i when i heard the eek, ook, ook, you know like i would look over because sometimes they'd subtitle that right like they'd subtitle him so when he speaks to animals i would pay attention but when i started noticing like there was a lot of that in episode eight i'm like i think i'm missing something here so i actually had to stop rewind and just pay attention to episode eight so maybe that's also why I love episode eight more because that was the only one where my eyes were completely focused on it the entire time. Got it. Um, but I mean, also it was just better. So like, it really was. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, I, that's why Ian made me feel validated because I'm like, he watched it for legit. Like, he, I'm assuming were you background watching the show or? I, I mean, I I, I was mostly like, yeah. watching it. No, no, I I, mo I mostly watched it. Mostly like, I, dead. Yeah, mostly yeah. dead. Yeah. No, I, I watched. I, I mean, I think episode six. I was like starting to fall asleep on the couch a little bit, and so I had to kind of rewind a little bit. And you know, I was like, oh, I missed a minute. Whatever, when, no big deal. When, you, when your but, eyes, when yeah. your eyes get a little too heavy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But but then I stopped, you know, till the next day or till today, and I watched the rest. And and yeah, I got to I got to eight, and I was like, oh, oh dang, this is good. Yeah. So I think what we're saying is the episode eight gets two opposable thumbs up. Um, the other ones are like, mm, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I, um, I, I, I wonder I, if, that, if if watching Invincible in that manner for me would be. Yeah, um, just watch episode eight of Invincible. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is Jason Sudeikis not an Invincible? That's perfect. That sounds good. No, um. What watching it, uh, background watching it, like is he not an invincible? I'm not even sure he's not an invincible. I, I don't know if he's not. I don't think he is. But um, I, I know I watched uh, I watched episode two of Invincible again. I, like I got one to two. This was like last week, and like I heard I heard a song that was in there, and I'm all like, oh man, I love this song. And then I was all like, man, I'm not gonna watch. I'm, I'm gonna watch episode three. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and then I never do it. So I wonder if I, I just toss on a video game, play Invincible, or watch Invincible like on the side background watch. Do you think yeah. it would be more enjoyable? Do you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. I think. It but would. that's that's how I did Hit Monkey, and that's how I got through it. And so, but I'm just curious, like before we go, like do you got like Frank and Ricky? Do you have any questions for us about Invincible? Uh, not Invincible, about Hit Monkey before, like that you that you would want answered. No, you you answered all the big ones in in, what, in my opinion. What is your favorite hit monkey kill? That's a good mm. one. Mm. Probably episode eight. Yeah. What's the kill yeah. or is it a, uh, it a I, I, I liked anything like basically once we got the the katana, I was uh, anything anything where you're where he's slicing fools up, I was awesome. I was okay with. Well, you know what? Actually, okay. So there's a point where. And I don't. I guess I can. I guess I'll just spoil this for you guys. Um, they, the criminal organization, put out a bounty on him, and, and it's full on John Wick. John Wick scene. Too. Yeah, excommunicado. Oh, he is being so. It goes out to everybody. So the the one the next the next little you know section 
of the show goes with him being attacked by all these different assassins. And some of them are pretty cool looking. Some of them were like, whatever. Um, but there's one of, one of them was a cop and he, he comes in like full SWAT outfit and like throws some smoke down and hit monkey just goes, goes in. He doesn't even care. And he just like in the smoke, you just see, you know, blade flash, blade flash. And then a head comes rolling out of the smoke. And it was, it was pretty slick. It was, I, I was like, okay, that was dope. I'm in for that. Um, that, but I always appreciate a good, you know, anything with yeah. a good kill from this lesson. I think all the murder was the most fun part of the show. Like, I think yeah, totally. Like, easily, that was the most fun part of the show. Like, so that's probably why I liked it better than Modoc too, is because like, at least murder. it had something. It was just like, you know, balls to the wall insanity. Like, it was yeah. just like, let's do gore everywhere. You know, so uh, if you can be down for like. You could mute that show, honestly, and it's pretty cool. It'd be pretty dude, cool, dude. Watch it with subtitles. That's yes. Funny. Yeah. Mute, mute it. Ricky, it Ricky, subtitles. out of curiosity, like mm -hmm. having having gone as far as I've gone, what's your favorite kill so far, or do you have a favorite kill so far? Um, I really like the. Is it his first kill with the lady in in the, in in the the one that gets sawed in half? Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. That's like that cool. whole the whole scene, she get you know she trips in the grinder and then he's like watching her. It's pretty funny. Guy. Watching her yeah. die. You know, you know when I I said episode eight earlier, I think I I don't want to spoil that one for you guys because I think you you'd actually like that kill. But I think the reason I like the kill that is in episode eight is because it was the only kill in the entire show that I felt had a lot of emotion behind it. Absolutely. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And so there, like he actually goes through an emotional journey, and and is cleansed kind of like or is reborn from that kill. <laughs> He's reborn from that kill. You see yeah. Lindsay's comment. Or uh, the answer to this question is a hundred percent. Jason Sudeikis ghost because he's a ghost. <laughs> like he can't. But can't really but can't really kill him. If it were a comedy fight, Archer. Archer, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Archer, like I felt like Jason Sudeikis was the poor man's Archer through the entire show. He was he was trying to channel him, <laughs> and, he do, and he didn't do a great job. Who would win a fight, Hit Monkey or Pete Davidson? We're coming with the, the fire questions right now. Definitely uh, Hit Monkey in a, hit in a monkey fist fight. In a fight for sure, but he's, in a fight for babe getting. Uh, I'm gonna say hit Pete monkey. Davidson, but I haven't hit finished. Monkey. Actually, actually, actually ooh, yeah. Yeah, and that's actually in the comic too. That's part of his story, right? Yeah. His character is you learn that the ghost teaches him to hide behind the the silhouette of a woman. So because like when women are going into clubs and stuff, when they have when they carry this cute monkey with them, nobody pays any mind to the monkey. So he actually learns to surround himself by beautiful women all the time. Uh, and it's 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 a tactic that works very well. Is for that what monkey. Pete Davidson is doing? Do you think? Yeah, he's yes. a hit monkey. He's a Wait, hit monkey. He, man. Might, he might actually be hit monkey. He is kind of hit monkey. monkey. He's shaved hit monkey. I think we just figured this out, we guys. We just figured it all out. That explains his face. Who would win in a tattoo gun fight? Definitely hit monkey. Unless unless we just crack the code and they're the same person. Uh, yeah, which it's one and the same. You yeah. ever see him in a room together? No. I mean, it's true. It, 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 like, have you seen Pete Davidson's hair lately? <laughs> yeah, like he, no, no, no. he literally looks like Hit Monkey. So, put some glasses and a suit on that guy. You got a monkey. You got yeah, him a cop. I saw him twirling the guns in uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 
in that brief scene. Um, but thanks for letting us rant about this, guys. It, it, it was I, I'm glad that we were telling the two people who don't care about spoilers. There's still a lot we didn't spoil, but like, oh yeah, it's yeah. mostly just a lot of violence, a lot of cool action and stuff. But sadly, yeah, Jason Sudeikis is coming back if they do a second season. Unless they just can't afford him anymore, or they just don't do a second season, you know. Oh, that'd, so, be, that'd be great. Yeah. Unless they a theory, and they just swap him out with somebody. I would take a lot of people over Jason Sudeikis in that role. I think yeah. I think Danny DeVito would be great too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be good. Well, that. How good yeah. is he at improv though? I've never seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him just. Like... I don't. I don't know that it needs to be improv, but I think he's pretty good at it. I feel like a lot of Sonny's improv. Yeah, I think it a lot of Sunny ends actually. It it just has it has a lot of uh that whole interdimensional cable kind of feel to it whenever Jason yeah. Sudeikis talks. Yeah, I feel yeah. So so I think what we're just trying to tell anybody who's gonna check this out after the fact, um, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, that's what that show is. It is <laughs> foot gloves. Love it or hate him. He it's does 50%. have foot gloves. It's fifty percent Jason Sudeikis and fifty percent a monkey doing some cool stuff. Uh, this is going to be our last comment because we are going to walk. We're going to go away soon. But Lindsay knows how much this hurts me because, uh, and she's asking an episode where Hit Monkey goes to a tailor for his foot gloves, and she knows it's a sore spot for me because I have this toy in front of me right now that <laughs> I've had for years, and I didn't realize how cool it was until this week. I started messing around with it. I was like, it's a pretty cool toy, with the exception of the fact that he's actually, they didn't paint his feet or his hands. <laughs> so they're they're black. And I assume they're actually shiny. So I assume they're they're supposed to be gloves on all four uh, hands or feet or whatever you want to call them. And that bums me out. It bums me out because they could have just painted them pink. It's true. Like, why, why would a monkey, you know, like, it's not like he's going to conceal his fingerprints. Like, if he steps in blood, it's a monkey's paw. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like there's not, they're not gonna have to run yeah. the records for every monkey who's but ever killed. But in the MCU, there's right. a lot of there's a lot of monkeys. What's who's that guy? The red, the red mist, or the red uh, whatever his name is that has oh. he has an army of monkeys. Um, so it could be him. It could be one of his gang. It could be him. And they've got them all fingerprinted too. So yeah, yeah they've got them all fingerprinted. Then they'll yeah. know it's the same monkey. Like you don't want you want different monkeys. Yeah, that's I feel fair. that's very that's very monkey cyst of you. It it's is very primate system. All right. Well, my my hit monkey has gloves, and uh, that's all we got to say for this show. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna log off soon. Uh, but before we go, you know, thank you to Ian, Ricky, and Frank for nerding out with Thanks me. Thanks for having me. This was very indulgent. We watched Hit Monkey, and you guys sat back and let Ian and I talk to you the whole time. Um, <laughs> do you guys have anything you want to say before we go? Like what? Like, go for it, Frank. Yo, yo, oh, Red Ghost. Red Ghost is the name of the monkey guy. Red Ghost. Okay, but go ahead and smash that like button the way Pete Davidson's going to smash uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> later. Jeez. And uh, okay. leave a comment. Leave a comment. If you don't like us, if you don't like me making stupid jokes like that, I'll make other stupid jokes. Don't worry. And uh, be sure to join our Patreon. Catch us on the live show in just a few seconds. And thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth, including Ian, who's actually You're welcome. Us. Thanks, and Ian. for our audience You're for tuning welcome. in and giving us those hot questions that we got. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for watching Den Excelsior. Have a great weekend, everyone. And see you next time, True Believers. See you guys.